Check, 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 mic check. Is this thing a fucking on? Is this thing working? Could have fooled me. <sighs> Hi everybody, it's uh your DM and player and editor and uh just a dude, Austin. Uh here to tell you that I got a little egg on my face. Um my mic sounds like shit. I literally went on Amazon and ordered one today. A new one, because these recordings, I went back and started editing, and I was like, oh my god, this is awful. I don't know what happened to my mic between the times we recorded our sessions, but this episode, where we explain everything and do our characters and stuff, and the first episode, hopefully the first episode isn't too bad, we already recorded it, I haven't, I'm currently recording this in between editing the two episodes, and I'm just hoping... That it is not bad, or I'm going to be in trouble. Uh, we'll see if we might have to scrap the first episode. We might just roll with it, and I'm here to tell you uh, we appreciate you guys. And, uh, please uh, stay with us through these tough times. I know uh, they're hard times, but just remember... Uh, Hard times don't last, hard people do. So thank you for bearing with us these next two episodes where my mic is just taking an absolute shit. And I promise you the next time you hear me, uh, I will be on a different mic. So hopefully it's better or else I'll just be, I don't I don't know what I'll do then. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, thanks. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to Roll for Damage. D&D 5th edition live play podcast and we are going to be following four adventures through their journeys. I'm Austin. I'm joined by some players uh, We soon enough. I just wanted to take this time to thank you guys for tuning in and tell you that we are going to interrupt our usually scheduled programming of Dresseria campaign where I was a player these guys as a player and we had some stuff come up had to flip flop around a little bit hopefully we can get back to Dresseria soon enough but until then we wanted to you know bring you guys plenty of content so we decided to start a little new campaign for which we will be doing the session zero today we'll be explaining some stuff to you jump right in and keep plugging away and you guys can follow along so this is a campaign that I am currently working on and making up things for. I think I got a pretty good basis and good enough to start and good enough to get one. Um, I got the name of the continent we will be playing on, Otoon. I made the continent a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe I'll put the map to it in the website rollfordamage.squarespace.com if you haven't. Uh, it will be a... We are not in the Dresseria setting. I won't be using the lore and all that Andrew has made up because I am too scared to ruin it and not follow his things. He's put a lot of work into it and I don't want to fuck it up. Well, we will be playing with normal D&D lore, all the normal D&D pantheon of gods, and all the D&D races, and this, that, and the other. He, 
he has a lot of that, but he made up his own pantheon and all. We will be using all the normal D&D 5th edition rules in my world. Uh, hopefully having a good time. Hopefully just living the dream. Taking some booty. We are starting at level 5. So that we can hop right into the action and keep this going. We don't got to go through a little bit of a... I feel like the front part of a campaign gets a little draggy. A little slow, but that's natural because everyone has fucking 4 hit points and you don't want to die. So, we're going to jump in at level 5. Everyone's made a level 5 character. And okay, we're going to go through their kind of process in making a character. What they wanted to play. What they ended up playing. And talk about what their roles in the party and all that is. Um, Yeah, so, I guess I don't have much. I was going to go through... I have a few cities, a few stuff like that. The backdrop of our campaign is on an island. There's... I wanted to have a lot of water. There's some mountains, some forests. I just kind of wanted to have somewhere with a little bit of everything. Oh, I just put a bunch of mountains, forests. There's a desert. There's some hills. There's a swamp. There's an island. You know, archipelago. I got a peninsula. These are all words. Uh, lakes, locks, deltas. That's a stream word. Uh, bridges, everything. So, pretty generic D&D &D world, randomly generated. You could go hit generate a random D&D &D world. Probably get just about the same thing I made. Um, other than that, the a little bit of background on the world is that there is no overarching political factors. So each town is ruled by its own mayor or lord or anything like that. So there's no empires. Everything. Uh, there's... Everything from pirates to knights to shamans to whatever. Hopefully we just experience everything in this D&D campaign. I'm just hoping we find a little bit of everything. Well, I'm going to throw it over to the players now. I don't know if I have... I, I guess we'll just uncover the world as we go. And I can get more in depth as we go. I think that's how... That's the best way to enjoy the world. I, also, I don't want to show too much of my hand. So we'll throw it to the players. Uh, everyone can say hi to the viewers now. I know I kind of body blocked you guys for a little Say hi. Hi. Dude, get out of the doorway. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, we're all live, by the way. I was standing in the doorway, yelling across yeah. the room. Poor life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. We are all here. Uh, I'm JoJo, and I'm... Got the others with me. Hola, this is Mike. Ah, uh, hey, I'm Corey with a K. Uh, Corey, I had to save the best for last. What's up, guys? This Reesh. So, uh, I guess let's go. Let's go. I know these guys were very uh, excited to make a group chat without me in it. I have already heard. So let's just go to what was some of your guys's. What was your thinking when you guys are building a party? What do you guys as players look for when you're building a party? I know you want like tanks and stuff, but how did you guys come up to your final party? Oh, I I didn't come up with anything on like making party oriented group. Perfect. That was mainly Corey. He just wanted he wanted <laughs> to know what everybody was playing and who was gonna be like a tank, who's gonna be able to heal and stuff, and I was just like I'm a rogue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so all I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, something to clarify, like, uh, anyone who's ever played, like, most MMOs, um, or actually really any RPGs, uh, understand that parties work good if you have someone up front, you know, to take damage. Um, someone to maybe heal, uh, you know, so that you don't have to take a long rest after every combat. You want someone with utility, um, and, like, DPS, damage per second, like, high damage output. And you want someone that can, like, buff people or debuff other people or, uh, control the battlefield, like, creating walls or, um... Stuff like that, and it's it's the same in, in Dungeons and Dragons. You want a party where everyone fits a you know a, a, a mold, um, and it's it's no fun when you're playing a game if you're playing and someone else can do the exact same thing as you, you know, especially if they can do it better than you. That's that's even worse, you know. So I was asking. Who's going to play what so that, um, you know, I'm not stepping on anyone's toes and we have a, a nice balanced party that can do a little bit of everything without feeling too overwhelmed like uh, our characters in Lepeth once or twice or three times or four yeah. times. Also so that we don't get our faces stomped in. Don't think that'll happen, though. Yes, again! <laughs> Done. So, uh... Deadly encounters only. Did I ever do any? Maybe. Yes. Think about this too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just took an IQ test, and then I made my character based on how dumb I am. Nice. Actually, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I was there. I saw it. <laughs> I don't know what Mike is trying to say about warlock players, like lo warlock means in Five E. But I'll just leave that up to oh, how everyone wants Drake to take blast. that. No. Warlocks are definitely, uh, I think they're one of the harder classes. Just because they have like so many little things and then they have to have very good management on those little things. It's not like a martial class where you could just swing, swing, swing. Some warlocks could, packed so with a warlock does have the pretty cool like hex blade. I got a knife. He does have a dagger. Has that? Ah, that's cute. <laughs> I uh, so this campaign I settled on uh, playing the tank. I'm playing as a uh, Ugras, the orc fighter. Um. Intelligence is my dump stat. Charisma too, if anyone really wants to know. Got uh, two pretty bad stats, but wasn't too bad because the rest of my stats are all right. I think. How I about was you, buddy? The last to settle on something. Yeah, I don't know. well, Corey and Joe had said that what they were going to be, and then it was basically like frontliners. So I. I kind of like to play a, like a magical character, so I'm playing a sorcerer this time, but um, 
Shout out to to the wizards out there because wizards are the real ones. But sorcerer uh, is so fun. Greece um, is definitely a caster. Yeah, kind of just seems like that. But uh, I just like the versatility of spells. Obviously, like sorcerer, you don't get as many spells as wizards. But it's just nice to have somebody that has some access to spells because they inevitably run into situations where you kind of need whatever, like AoE crowd control, or even utility spells in a dungeon or whatever, so that's just why I kind of like to have it. Even though Mike's a warlock, but you just don't have as many opportunities to cast spell on warlock, so I'm rolling the sorcerer, but I'm not going to say what uh, subclass he is. I'm not going to give too much away. Uh, he's going to be fun, though. I think maybe, uh, maybe we go into some of our backstories a little. Yeah, we could like definitely... A little more in depth. Someone wants to give us, you know, it doesn't have to be the detailed backstory plan. You can give us a little bit what you're thinking. You don't got to give us everything. I could go first because I got a pretty, pretty flush backstory. Tell us, tell uh, us the story of your character. <laughs> So I am playing a 5th level rogue, uh, he is a tabaxi, so a cat person, um, his name is Alejandro Ramirez, um, just for the record as well, I thought that was the name Roll20 gave you, I thought you hadn't nope. changed it yet, nope, the uh, name it gave me was like, <laughs> bold does make it, yeah, whenever you make a know. character sheet on <laughs> Roll20, it's terrible, it just, Smashes the keyboard and gives you fucking this crazy name. I thought that that's what you had gotten, and then you just said it. I was like, oh, hey, well, I guess this is the uh, name. But, uh, but a li little sight into his backstory. Uh, he grew up in the city in this continent called uh, Sharnwick. Um, it's the second biggest city uh, behind Becton. Uh, but this city, it's it's not like... A very cleaned up city. It has a lot of crime. It has a lot of stuff that goes on in the streets. Um, many, many people come and go throughout the city and stuff. Uh, Alejandro grew up under his godmother. He never knew his real parents because you know, when he was a baby, his godmother had to take him in and she never really spoke of his parents. So he doesn't really, really know much of his family other than his godmother. And his godmother owned a casino. Um, basically a place where there's a lot of playing cards, dice games, stuff like that going on for gold, poker, blackjack, anything you could think of that's kind of like a, a card game in a way. Um, and so he was always around the scene of uh, gambling and stuff like that. And from a young age, he was always, he was trained and taught how to uh, do like counting and stuff like that in card games, how to manipulate the board to his advantage stuff like that and uh he was always taught how to find and take out cheaters and thieves and people that were trying to steal from the casino um because that's what his godmother basically had planned for him and had her top man uh basically teach him the ropes of everything and so from a young age uh alejandro really really got into the uh deception deception play of how card games are and like the inside of it looking to find those people that are 
cheating and stuff. And as he got older, he uh, definitely didn't want to do more of the criminal background stuff that a lot of the casino was involved in with like mob families and uh, mafias or basically gangs and stuff like that because um, those are typically big groups that run casinos sometimes. Not saying all, but big groups do uh, run a lot of casinos and stuff um, in like olden days and all that or like mob lords and stuff. Um, so as he got older, he kind of uh, left left the casino life and kind of went to more of a vigilante slash bounty hunter kind of work in the city. Uh, he would take up uh, bounties on people that were thieves or people who were just doing bad things around the city. And so he would uh, he'd be your typical vigilante running along rooftops uh, down alleys chasing people down and stuff just trying to stop the people from causing the crime and stuff and the mayhem in the city that he's from and uh he got very very into it and stuff and started to travel more and all that and uh that's actually how he met up with one of the people from the party um that would be reese's character uh i'll let reese describe what he does and then that will be kind of showing you what happens there, but um, a little thing about Alejandro is he does have a person that he's searching for, and he only knows what they look like. Um, he doesn't know anything more about them, but basically this person had robbed his uh, godmother's casino and ended up killing her. And so Alejandro is kind of on this quest to find this mysterious person, and... Uh, bring him to justice and collect the bounty that may be on his head in the future. But uh, that is just kind of Alejandro's backstory. He is, like I said, bounty hunter at the time. Um, one thing to note that you guys will see is he is a drunk. So that'll be a fun time. <laughs> and he does love to drink. He uh, is he loves paychecks, a good drink, and a good time. That's just, that's just how it is. And so he is... Basically, the little DPS of the party. I wouldn't say he's a frontliner like Reese said he was, because I have 17 hit points at level 5. <laughs> yeah, the dice did not uh, pray did not for me. So. Did not yeah. go well. So we'll see We'll see what happens with that. Uh, one. That one's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I'll probably toss it over to Reese since his... Since me and him were like in the party with uh, first contact because uh, we're running at level five, so our party's been together for a little bit. So we're gonna kind of skip the meeting phase in a way, and we're gonna like all know each other's names and kind of a little bit about each other. Not much though. Yeah. Um. I mean, the reason I know. Or that my character would know Joe's character Alejandro um, is my so my character's name is Azul. Um, he's a smuggler by trade, um, so he's obviously been in contact with a lot of different people. But he's kind of a loner, so he doesn't necessarily like a whole lot of people. But uh, he does like Alejandro. Um, he just smuggled him out of a bad situation before, so. You could say maybe he kind of owes him or whatever you want to call it, but, um... Oh, anyway. he has a debt to pay. <laughs> yeah, um... My character is a sorcerer, like I said. He's a 1T pureblood, which is like a snake person. Um... 
his backstory is pretty simple. I mean, I guess he's not, uh, he's kind of a loner and obviously being a smuggler means you go from place to place really. So he, uh, the traditional D and D lore of his race is that they're uh, like snake god worshiping people, essentially. Um, and he didn't really want a part of that, so he was born uh, on the south side of this continent, which near Venzor, which is in like a swamp area. Um, but he didn't really like subscribe to what he was born into, so he kind of just became like a like street kid basically uh which is how he got involved with smuggling um but yeah he's he's kind of just a simple guy yeah works as a smuggler now but uh i don't want to reveal too much about his backstory i don't want to say i mean he's a sorcerer so obviously he has a um source of his power but I don't want to exactly reveal what that is because even the character himself doesn't really know. So um, that's to be to be told at a later date. But uh, yeah, I think he's going to be fun. Um, yeah, I'm just being like a loner, I guess. I don't know, personality trait-wise. He's, I guess, kind of like a thrill-seeker a little bit too, just from being a smuggler. Um, yeah. I just want to kind of let him unfold as we play a little bit, so I don't want to reveal too much. So I'll kick it over to somebody else. Corey or Mike, whoever wants to chime in. Go ahead, Mike. All right, I can go. <clears throat> All right, my guy is a goblin. Warlock. You know, pretty standard. He's green. Um... We've been with the party for a while. His name is Boot. Um, he's named after his mother. And he's uh, still got his family's treasured boot in his bags. He's from the Toad Mire. Very swampy area. He uh, is not adventurous at all. His whole family has die died by normal adventurers who thought they were bad goblins, but wow, they were. I mean, that's just fair. That that's just fair. Yeah, oh, can't sorry. blame him. That might have been me. So he's not. <laughs> he doesn't have a grudge or anything. He just. He's like, well, yeah, that was probably a good thing. Also, I like the, uh, he's not really adventurous, just an adventure, but you know, not mm -hmm. too adventurous. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to get too crazy. He, he's trying to find a place to settle down, but, uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs> that doesn't work out. There's other plans made for him. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good uh, analogy. They, the plans were basically made for him to go out and adventure. I would say. <laughs> he uh, used to not be a warlock, but he kind of uh, got was talking with an imp and signed a contract he didn't mean to and kind of lost his soul. So he's... He was kind of tricked into it and 
right now he's trying to figure out how to break it, but every time he does, he gets deeper into it. And now he's a fairly average warlock, and now he doesn't know what to do if he stopped. Alright, I think that should be good enough background. I always like I always like the creation of a D&D party. Because there's two ways you can go with a D&D character. There's one where it's like, I am a dwarf. I am a cleric. I uh, am wearing my plate mail. I wield a warhammer. And then there's, I am boot. I am a goblin. I accidentally signed a contract. I am out adventuring with my family's boot. There's, it's either one extreme or the other. You're just like, either really traditional, like, I'm human. I'm a fighter. Or it's like, I want to play this crazy exotic race, like a wanty pure blood or a goblin. I just, I love, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the reason not to. Goblins don't are fun. touch my boot. Don't touch the boot. All right, Corey, uh, you want to wrap up our party and bring it all home? Me, Ugra. Oh, God. Yeah. Right or- after I said that. <laughs> Not always big and strong. Once bad men kill village, small Ugras hide. No help others. Big shame. Now Ugras big. Ugras help friends. Ugras good. Ugras find bad man with ugly burn. Him no hide. Ugras make him pay. Uh, essentially, I'm just a big old dumb <laughs> orc. Um, Let's go. My village was killed when I was really little uh, because, you know, orcs are seen as bad. So it was like a purge. Uh, my family hid me and I just kind of watched in fear as everyone was slaughtered. And so, now Ugras is big, he is strong, he, he help others. So, I'm helping my friends and, and protecting people that need protecting. Yay, and once I too. find that dude that had that, that nasty burn that I saw kill my family, I'm going to make him pay. Later? Yup. Oh. Coming right back in with stereotypes. Spider full orc is kind of fun, pretty exotic. Yes, not a lot of people play full orc because half orc is so much better. Overpowered. (laughs) So ugras is actually a play on the words "ew gross," (laughs) which is what people said when they saw the starving, malnourished orc. You know, no one bothered to kill him because they figured he'd, I'd just die, but... Now I'm Ugras, the, the mighty champion of the week. Uh, a fighter, a warlock... Or... I found my best friend. Perfect. Yeah, goblins and our buddy. Yeah, got a That's shoulder like... for him right here. Oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. How big am I? Probably tiny. Like a... Four? <sighs> three foot? Damn. 
don't yeah, even care. Maybe like even that. Four feet or something like that. At two max. to three feet. I think we kind of set the bar really low because I think Broman, everyone pictures as being about a foot and a half tall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know I did. They're like gnomes. I thought goblins like, are like three or four foot tall. Feet, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're like as big as like a. What? Uh, like a dwarf Catholic. or something. Yeah. Goblins as tall as a dwarf? I did not. Maybe a dwarf. Oh, I don't think a dwarf. Tall, Maybe a halfling, though. Halflings are like, yeah, like three feet. Yeah. Small halfling, big gnome. Orcs. Orcs. as tall as I am in real life. Orcs are like, what, seven, eight feet? Seven feet full orc. So, Mike, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you actually listened to our first campaign, Lepeth. I actually played, yeah, Broman the Goblin, who uh, actually also got suckered into becoming a warlock. <laughs> uh, I don't nice. know if it was quite suckered. It, it was pretty much on your own volition. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The pretty <laughs> lady offered you, me power. You kind of, yeah, yeah, but you kind of just did it. <laughs> I blame Wiltherum. I yeah, would man too. Was just cleaning. Yeah, man was I was just doing his his deeds and his Wilthram pleasure. Wiltherum was just chilling, dude. He's cleaning some window panels that they brought into that fucking throne room. Shout out, uh, shout out, Beth. Uh, go ahead, give that a shout out to all the janitors out there. Also, shout out the janitors, the unsung unsung here of the world. My grandma was a janitor back in the day. Tell her thank yeah, you. If you're like, a janitor, uh, listen to our podcast through her- your shift. Thank we you appreciate for- you. Also, if you're a janitor, play it on a speaker, especially if you're a janitor at elementary school. Trying to indoctrinate <laughs> small children into D&D. D&D, yes. Oh yeah, D&D. Our podcast is probably not the best for kids. I let my kid listen to it, and he's almost two. Yeah. If you're a janitor, derogatory and stuff at times. Though everything's fine. Everything's. The world is derogatory. We're not overly derogatory That's ourselves. That's true. You have people making fucking songs called WAP and stuff, so... Oh, come That's on it. now. Don't hey, fucking drag the, the queen. Drag the queen. Yeah, yeah if I, that means Banger, I'm, I mean. I'm kids. I'm kids. I idolize that. I have mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know so... Andrew, um, our old DM, is more of a Meg the Stallion kind of guy. More of a Meg. You know um, he loves Megan the Stallion. He definitely does. <laughs> what the fuck? Putting him on blast. And he's uh, it's fine. Yeah, man can't defend himself. Everyone get your pot shots. Shots fired. Yeah, exactly. Lying. Everybody, everybody. He, he actually <laughs> Andrew, does. Andrew's not here, so go tw- go at DM us on Twitter. Get your shots in. We won't tell him. We promise. But we actually will. Anyway, start start tweeting at us and being like, at, I can't believe Andrew hand. did this, and then just make him wonder yeah. what he did, and then we'll all say, "Oh, nothing." Hashtag blame Andrew. Get that trending. <laughs> so we got our party. Got setting. Anything else anyone wants to add before we jump into the campaign? Our pants. Are feet wet? Uh, maybe we add in like who the authoritative figures are and stuff in the land. Because I know you were saying like a mage council kind of controls. Uh, yeah, controls it, within this place. within the world there are like but four giant mage towers, and mages don't like run anything. They basically this land has been like free 
of demon aberrations and tyrants and war and everything it's because the mages they put bubbles and protection and stuff like that and they go solve issues when they need solved and stuff they just they're pretty neutral and they work for the betterment of So, and like Corey said, orcs are seen as evil. So, well, no, there's Maybe. a orc, there's an orc village in here. So, oh, they aren't like in. I don't, I don't believe any should inherently be, because Wanti are supposed to be like evil snake people. Fucking, are trying to overthrow the Worship entire pantheon. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't, I don't inherently do evil races, but there can be, because I believe there can be good and evil in every race. It all comes down to opinion of the other Family. races. Anything can be evil. Yep. Yeah, the mage council help keep the place safe on order. And each town and city is ruled by one person, so they'll have like a mayor or a lord king. And then that king will have like his guard force within the town. And he might like lend a town, like help to other places, but Basically, every town is its own little city-state. City-states is a good one. Anyone got any more questions about? Does Reese's character have his own cart? Maybe. 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 Okay. May just give you guys a cart. That'd be kind of fine. Some pimp my ride shit, too. It's fucking, you better believe it's decked out. Hot tub in the bed. Fuck yeah. Oh god, Alejandro's <laughs> always in the hot tub. And the hot tub is where he sheds his skin every time. It's filled with... <laughs> it's full of just floating little fucking... Fl floating scales, scales and shit. shit. Yeah, you can, scales, have, you hair, can be in there. Everything. Uh, so, uh, just jump right in. Oh, wait. And, yeah, what's up, dude? Can I just get a reminder on what everybody's names were? Uh, Joe, Corey, Reese. No, Austin. no, for uh, their character. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, it's uh, Alejandro is Joe. Yeah. Boot is Mike. Yep. Ugrass is Corey. And Zezul? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I think so. That's Zezul. the name generator. <laughs> Zezul is what I'm going to yeah. go with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Really say it. It's up to interpretation. You could say Zezul if you're a snake guy. Oh, we got some uh, we got some good accents as we've already seen. A little sneaky boy accent. He's a sneaky little little snake. I'm just a sneaky little snake. And Mike, <laughs> Mike. Uh, it's funny that Corey brings up Lapath because Mike was telling me he actually went and listened to Corey's voice work. Lapath. He's trying to re shot for shot here. Just kidding. Uh. Anyways, everybody should go. Check out our website, as mentioned before, rollfordamage.squarespace.com. Hit us up on Twitter if you got any ideas for stuff to throw in the world. This is like an open world. I have some cool things in it, but if you want to see something in this world, I can throw it in whenever I please because it's my world. And hit me up on Twitter. DM me so the players don't see it. And I run the Twitter account. I'm That's faulty for not having a Twitter. Roll <laughs> underscore the number four underscore damage. And our Instagram is DM and crew of R4D. 
you could uh, DM Corey things that you think the players should do, and the DM can't see it. So it's a double-edged sword. That's true. Uh, someone drug a picture of Gollum on here. That boot? Boot is Gollum. Yep. Okay. That's boot. That's even better. Uh, so check out our sponsors on our website. Check out our Instagram and all that. Talking too long. Catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.